How to design a win-win wage settlement? We all aspire industrial peace and harmony in an establishment, whether it's a factory, warehouse, distribution center, mall, mine, plantation, or any other. How do you do that? Establishment is a workplace where multiple people work. They have multiple aspirations and expectation. How do you ensure that everyone works in symphony? Amitabh, what a silly question. I know. What if the establishment has a trade union? Will the same processes work? It may or it may not. Here, I will focus on the legal tool to achieve industrial peace. This tool is called the Long-Term Settlement or LTS as we HRwala call it. The objective of any settlement reached between the union and management is to ensure that issues related to employment, non-employment, terms of employment and conditions of labor of workers are settled for a period of time. This document gets legal mandate when the labor authority registers it. The memorandum of settlement settles all issues detailed in the document and cannot be challenged by the union, management and labor authority during the period of settlement. There are many stakeholders to the settlement, the trade union or trade unions. If you have many of them, then there is the establishment's management, workers, engineers and supervisors, government authorities, trade union's affiliation body and business leadership. What is intriguing is that the stakeholders have diverse needs. The trade union wants to maximize the hike in pay and benefits through the settlement. The workers see the settlement from the lens of what is in it for me. The establishment's management wants to close the deal within the approved budget and sets ambition to get some saving in this. The labor department wants industrial peace to prevail and be sure that management does not indulge in high-handedness. The business leadership wants its principles to be followed and compliances to be met. The trade union's affiliation body wants their broad agenda to be driven in the settlement. We HR practitioners have grown with the mindset of Mastur Malik divide highlighted in the books of personal management as also in the films like Namak Haram. There is also trust deficit among the stakeholders. Workers do not believe the union. Union and management do not believe each other. The government reserves its trust for the parties to demonstrate their commitment to the statutes. With this background, the management's claim of a fair and equitable wage negotiation is not believed by the union. The negotiation process becomes tripartite and industrial peace is thrust upon the parties. In between, there are instances of strike, heraus, gate meeting, bad press, and the stake of the parties get bigger. The outcome leaves a bad taste which no one intends but which none could avoid. This is the fate of most of the settlements that we have witnessed in India in the recent past. Now let's see the picture perfect. Think of a settlement signed on the date of its expiry with no industrial dispute, with no negative media coverage, with business as usual, with competitive hike in salary and benefits, with raising the bar in variable pay by making the productivity levels more stringent, with union making affirmation to deliver on all business requirements. 
while there might be establishments in india that have painted this picture perfect the highlight here is on the process that needs to be followed to achieve this desired outcome i have put the practice in the form of a model as i believe that the model can be replicated for doing a win win settlement a good settlement is never the outcome of good negotiation but of investment made in the process there are six pillars to this model the first pillar is credibility of factory management people follow what you do and not what you say for example we speak of discipline in factory but discount instances of unauthorized absenteeism there is a telling doing gap factory management needs to have credibility both personally as well as collectively the second pillar is statutory compliance it is a rule of thumb that more than 90% of the industrial disputes in a factory can be avoided if statutory compliances are maintained this agenda though simplistic is a tall order an employee feels proud to work in a statutorily compliant company an employee also feels assured that the company will provide him or her whatever is legally due the above two agenda should be taken as minimum mandate and should be mandatorily complied the third pillar is high level of engagement with workers this is the most repeated but least respected agenda in an establishment and often left to be driven by the local hr team engaging with the workers should be the key agenda for the line managers also called the people managers engagement with workers is an area where people manager must compete with the unions and outsmart them we need to build platforms to engage with workers to resolve their issues high level of engagement with workers build emotional bonds which delivers huge payout during negotiation the fourth pillar is engagement with government authorities it is always beneficial to proactively engage with these authorities at regular intervals and update them about the compliances and the new initiatives that the establishment has taken through these actions one can build the right perception about the establishment with the government authorities the fifth pillar is engagement with unions affiliated body almost all affiliated bodies be it intuc citu or bms have the philosophy of coexistence of industry and labor and development of labor this thought is in sync with the management's initiative of workers welfare and development hence we will have enough options to build alignment with the affiliated body of union to get their support for the negotiation the sixth pillar is ring fencing the unit to external connect this is the unset bread and butter role of the unit's hr person the external stakeholders range from local politician media local administration ngos panchayats to district administration we need to map these stakeholders and have action plans to build connect with them regularly the objective of this initiative is to ring fence the operation from external risk we also need to network with the hr professional of the nearby industries to understand their practices and dynamics 
This knowledge provides input to build the tactics for negotiation. Pillar 3 to 6 should be treated as the groundwork for the settlement's negotiation. Now we come to the negotiation process. The first part is state the expected outcome to the union. Unlike the common belief to be vague and unpredictable to the union, it helps both parties to the negotiation if the intended outcome is clearly communicated beforehand. This also helps in building trust with the union. Second is to maintain the rigor in the negotiation process. Once the intent of the management is made known, it is only natural to have rigor in the negotiation process. The negotiation should be treated as a project with the target date of completion. This helps demonstrate management's intent of being fair and committed to the process. Depending upon the maturity and knowledge level of the union, it always helps to share the basics of negotiation like wages and the fact that wage negotiation is for revision of the fair wages. It also helps to educate the union about the capacity of the employer to pay by looking at its profitability. Competition in the market is also another relevant factor to be considered while conducting the negotiation for pay hike. Wage settlements can be harbinger of improved morale and productivity and can be safely closed within the four walls of factory.